Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast. My phone was talking to me. Yeah, this is so, the fastest <laughs> one. Yes. That's the, the beauty of Voxer. You turn your phone off and it still keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So I literally just chucked my phone into the second row. I hope my screen's okay. Welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast, guys. Welcome. It's a great day. It is. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> it's not Tuesday. Why do I keep saying it's Tuesday? I even said it in the comments. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Happy Thursday, guys. <laughs> it's because we moved the muffin segment. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Since we changed the muffin segment, everything's <laughs> messed up. Anyway, well, we have a good broadcast for you today. Um, this is what we have going on today. First, we have Will It Muffin or Will It Bake Right? The What's Right Kitchen. Uh, it's going to be awesome. After that, we have a powerful time of Q&A with me and Pastor Brian. We have a really good, powerful question that we'll be answering today. After Q&A, we have a time of confessions, followed by what's the word, where we'll be diving further into uh, how to have faith to win. And it's going to be awesome. But now, it's family time. Yeah. It's family time. Are you texting during the broadcast? I'm sharing oh, the broadcast because, right now. Because sharing is caring. It is. I really wish that you had just kept with the Tuesday thing and see how many people we could have accidentally <laughs> confused. Just, we could have just convinced people that it's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, guys. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just go all the way. No, well, it's family time, but yes, as Marky's doing, follow, fo follow Marky as she follows Christ. <laughs> Share this broadcast. Yeah. Share it with your friends, like it, make sure you reach out. We want to reach as many people with this broadcast and with the Word of God as possible. Amen. And with muffins. Amen. Amen. All right, well, now it's family chat time. This is the part of the show where we come out and have a family chat. Yep. Uh, that was a super, like, silly songs yep. with Larry kind of thing. <laughs> so we got a couple questions that we're going to talk through today. <laughs> Pastor Nicole said, happy not, not Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> happy not Tuesday, everyone. <laughs> So let's jump into our first question of the day on this wonderful Thursday morning. Puzzles or board games? Would you rather do a puzzle or a board game? Put it in the comments. Would you rather do a puzzle or play a board game? Um, I haven't done a puzzle in years. Has anyone done a puzzle? The thing <laughs> is, is I like to do puzzles by myself. Interesting. Like, I, I, maybe it's like a part of my flesh that wants to be in control. But like, I want to, <laughs> I, I want to do it a certain way. Like, I want to do, I want to get those four corners. Mm -hmm. I want to get the outside pieces, and then and we'll then fill it in. Win. And if someone wants to help me fill it in, that's fine. But you got to do it a certain way with the mm -hmm. corners and stuff first. I got you. Um, <laughs> well, like I know Serena's family. Like every Christmas, they have a table that has a puzzle on it, and as people oh, would go by, they would kind of. That's a good it. idea. Um, but puzzles, like, see, here, here's the thing about puzzles. I have, it's like candy corn. Like, once every couple years, I'm like, hmm, will it be good now? <laughs> and, then, and then I try it, and I'm like, no, this oh is Oh, my awful. gosh, I did that with candy corn recently. That, that's that's well, how candy corn is. Now? Like, every couple years, you have to try it just to remember that's that it's the so worst. True. And that's how I am with puzzles. Every couple years, I'm like, you know what? I think I'd really like to do a puzzle. And I start to do it, and then I'm like, no, this is, this is not fun. I, so I, I, I get like four pieces together, and then I'm like, there's still so much to go. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. You get like kid's puzzle. Like a kid's puzzle. Yeah. Be not satisfying at all, but That's easy. True. Uh, George says board games times million. <laughs> all way. Uh, all way. All way. Uh, Kevin replied to Kevin saying, uh, g games are inclusive, but I don't like people working on puzzles with me. 
Uh, Pastor Nicole said, but I do like puzzles. I just like playing games with my family and more can play with board games, which is true. Puzzles are strategic and people may cramp my style. That's kind of what you were saying, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Priscilla Rogers said, Paul Stallings likes puzzles. Really? But I thought, because Hmm. there's two, her name is a P and his name is a P, I thought he commented, (laughs) Paul Paul Stallings likes puzzles. Speaking in third person. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I I just don't have the uh, longevity to sit down and fulfill a whole puzzle. Um, I'm 100% a board game person. Like, you can can have a lot of people, you can have fun doing it, while puzzles, you're just kind of sitting there. Everyone's having fun in their minds, though. They're not yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, but... Like, I guess a puzzle is like an introvert's board game <laughs> where everyone's just there let's, silently let's putting pieces here and there. And not talk. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, like, even though I'm an introvert, I prefer board games 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I, yeah, that's just the way it is. All right, question number two Bagels or toast? Now, that's. That's a rough one, to be completely honest. I feel like toast is such a classic, though. Like, I can't picture my grandparents every morning getting out their bagels. Like, yeah. I feel like that's kind of more trendy. That's true. But, well, see, here's the thing. Because you can have such a wide variety in both. Like, with toast, um, there's such a wide variety of toast options. I mean, based on all the bread options. But with bagels... Like, see, here's the thing. I would much rather have an everything bagel with, you know, I, I, have you ever had an, an everything yeah. bagel? Those are amazing. Those give you bad breath, though. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care about it. They're just so good. And then you put the, the uh, what, what's it called? I was cream cheese. Say, cream cheese. I almost said sour cream, but yeah. that wouldn't be as good. Yeah. The cream cheese on it. It's fancy. And it's a very good experience. I Honestly, I didn't have a bagel for, until, like, five years ago. That was the first time I ever had a bagel. What? See, because yeah. it's so fancy. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I felt like I was too, uh, too unsophisticated to have a bagel. And then, and then I went to the ca- a cafe at my college, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get an everything bagel with cream cheese. And then I tried it, and I'm like, where was this my whole life? In New York? And then toast was... In New York, toast. they like to take bagels and put, like, food with them. Like, yeah. like cheese and, like, mm. lunch meat and yeah. maybe not lunch meat, but, like, meat and stuff like that. And those are really good. That's Very true. good. Wow. That John, George had a long comment. That's Whoa. a lot. He's replying to Johnny Shaver. He said, Johnny Shaver and I really appreciate and like it, and it looks awesome. It's the color of sh- the color shades to me that I don't like because it's something based on the shades of color. It hurts after a while. Okay, I missed something. <laughs> I 100% what? missed something. Oh, puzzles. We're talking about puzzles. You know, one of the things I almost... I'm, thank you, Barrett, for giving us clarification. <laughs> so for I'm a like, second, I thought he was doing, like, the suggested... The suggested uh, yeah. uh, comment, like, like, words, where you just put the word in, and it has a bunch of random words. Okay, so Pastor Nicole said ba- bagel with locks. What is, is locks? What that is, is fancy. Locks? It's fish? Smoked salmon. Smoked salmon is locks? Why is it called locks and not smoked, smoked salmon? salmon? <laughs> <laughs> There's the, the Yankee coming out, I guess. Yeah. Locks um, is a lot shorter. That is true. That so is it's true. like how with Christmas, it's x Smith. It doesn't make sense. Let's just take have Christ locks. out of Christmas. Come on, it's the same thing. One is sin. One is sin. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> skates or bikes? Um, that's a good one. The animal skates. 
bike. Animal skates? What does that even mean? Animal skates? Um, so skates versus bikes. Now, here's the thing. Just recently, I saw like a video of someone rollerblading with their dog, <clears throat> and that looked super fun. And I was like, I want to try riding rollerblades again. However, you can go significantly faster on a bike. Bikes. Um, and I don't know. I, I'd say bikes. Bikes are a childhood classic. Like, have you ever heard someone be like, yeah, so when I was a kid, my dad taught me how to ride a skate. Like, no, yeah. my dad taught me how to ride a bike. You, did, did your dad teach you how to ride a, a skateboard? Yes? Or are you agreeing with me? I'm getting motions. I'm trying to decipher it. But I see bikes, 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 bikes. bikes, bikes. bikes. <laughs> That's yes. basically the comment. What is Priscilla's? It's, it's emojis. I can't tell. Mm -hmm. Also, oh, there's oh, Barrett. Barrett and then Barrett. Skates. Skates, skates are for the cool um, kids. Yeah. So, Barrett, do you own a pair of skates? Nope. No. Do you own a bike? Rollerblades. Oh, she oh, said no. rollerblades. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping oh, you were going to say wait. yes. Skates are like skateboard. or Yeah, to me, I just mix them. Wait, in my head. no, no, no. Skate, roller skates roller are, are skates. the ones with the four wheels on it. Mm -hmm. Roller blades are the ones that are straight down. If, uh, if you appreciate that visual. What's that white dot on my shoe? Oh, there's <laughs> I got a piece of trash it's, on my shoe. <laughs> and I just showed it to all of you. How embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely a bike person. Um, it, it, there's just a lot more versatility with a bike. You, I mean, have, have you ever seen, like, so you've seen, like, BMX, right? You know what BMX is like? It's uh, like skateboarding, but on a bike. So like you do tricks oh, and yeah. wheelies and stuff. You, yeah. Like, but whenever you see someone do stuff like that on rollerblades, it's significantly less cool. Mm. Not, yeah. <laughs> bear, a bike bear, is, just is like relaxing. Natural. It's like you just mm -hmm. kind of just you don't have to do anything. That's true. Well, I mean, you have to pedal, but not if you're going it's down a the lot, hill. It's a lot less work than rollerblades, where you have to kick off it's all the safer. time. You're basically just running. It feels safer. If I'm on a bike, I feel much safer than if I'm on rollerblades or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So, like, I have a bike and I have um, ice skates. I don't know how ice we're going to use the ice skates down here, though. Is there ice? Do like, people ice like skate in the south? Like hockey skates? That's not, yeah. Like, because ice skates sounds more like figure skates. Okay. No, I, like, I have hockey, hockey skates. I just wanted to clarify that they weren't roller skates. Yeah. Freestyle anyway. BMX is not bicycling. That's true, says Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say who it was. Priscilla um, said, Joe likes to go ice skating. I like to go ice skating. It's fun. And, it's and scary and it's fun at the same time. A, here's an extra thing about roller skates. There, you can't get off. It's not like you can just hop off and walk up the hill. Like You, <laughs> you, you basically have to like army crawl up the hill or take them off and walk up in your, in your socks. You know, if you hit a hill. Yeah. You can't really go up it. That's true. Unless you go up sideways. Bikes have a it break. It just sounds super dangerous. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Family Chat. <clears throat> it's 12 o'clock now. You know what that means. That means we're heading into our first segment of the yeah. day. Will it bake right? It's going to be awesome. We'll see you guys right over there at the end of this quick video. Like it. Welcome to Will It Bake Ray. I know I was just over there and now I'm here and it's crazy, but I'm, it's, I know. So we have both the Kevins with us today. Uh, yes. Kevin Nowicki, 
Kevin Buck, who we have started calling Bucky, because it got a little confusing on which Kevin. But anyway, today we have an awesome broadcast for you today. So we're starting now with Will It Bake Right. Then we're going into Q&A, which is going to be awesome. Then we have Confessions, which is also awesome. And then what's the word? It's going to be, that's my word today, awesome. It's going to be an awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome day. Awesome. So, are you guys excited for so what we're about to do? Yeah. These okay. are going to be so good. I just they know are. It. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly up. really excited for today. Yes. So it's like my most favorite things all put together. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So one of my favorite foods is cheese. Yes. How, do you like cheese? Oh, love like it. it. Love yeah. You love, everyone loves cheese pretty much. I'm not gonna. Well, pretty much everyone loves cheese. It's like you go through Instagram or whatever, and there are all these pictures of like cheese being melted on things mm. it's like so appetizing and so amazing so today we took that to will it bake right so we're having muffins with cheese, muffins with cheese. you know i'm curious though yeah is there anybody out there that doesn't like cheese do you not like cheese like if you cheese. don't like cheese put it in the comments right yeah. now and what we'll I just find be, you and, and correct you yep no. Let us, no. we will rebuke you, <laughs> you do have no we will love you we will love intolerant. you anyway okay well that's different that's different like than like that i don't like it right. like right. so anyway yeah so we have cheese for today so yes. it's cheeses. super exciting cheeses. different cheeses different cheeses yes so we will go through them are you yum, are yum, you guys yum. ready yes. I'm so are you guys ready? ready so if you're ready comment now if you think cheese will be good with Muffins, because cheese. cheese is amazing. Cheese. I think it's going to be really good. Yes. Say cheese. Say cheese. Say cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys want to get started mixing? Yes. Let's do this. Okay. Do you want to start because you're closer to of that, course. and you can add? How about he mixes and you add in the things? Great. Okay. Sounds cool. Like okay. A great. Thing. Sounds like a plan. All right. So what are we starting with? This is not. We're using homemade. Completely homemade. Ingredients. Yeah. Just ignore that. Yes. It's just a convenience pouch. Yeah. We we, we grew made. our wheat, and then we grew. All the flour, I don't know how to do that, but is that flour and wheat? Isn't that like we're on the same thing or something, isn't it? I don't know, this is, yes. we did all that wheat, and that's fresh. Wheat makes flour, we're good. But then there's chocolate chips. There's chocolate chips, okay. So, chocolate and cheese actually go really well together. Yes. So we're testing that today too. Maybe They're chocolate out. chip muffins. So do you think it will be good? Uh, yes or no, comment yes or no right now, okay. Uh, George said communists don't like cheese. <laughs> Priscilla said cheese bread. Yes, oh, that's true. It's like cheesy bread. That's so true. So um, if you are a free American, you like cheese. You better like cheese. Yeah, this feels We're coming kinda, for you. If, if you don't like cheese, it's okay. This is a safe place. You can comment. It's okay. Uh, Johnny says, of course it's cheese. It's cheese, like of course. So it okay. will work. So we've we've put in the the the, the flour, the yeah. chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. We've put in the eggs and the water. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the common stuff. Yes. Now. So we have three types of cheeses. I wanted to get like a a, a broad spectrum of this cheesiness. Yes. Which Seriously. one's first? Which one's first? We're gonna do the shredded cheese first. Okay. So do you want to put like in? What is that? Is that a, a cheddar and a what is that? It's like a Mexican mix. Mexican. Or oh, something. okay. So like, I don't know. Is that like a Colby, Colby and a sure. cheddar maybe? Sure, it is. A yeah. Bit of let's do it. Oh, that's. Oh, not a little bit. Yeah, We're going let's for it. Do it. Going We're for it. We're all in. Yeah. We're all yep. in for Jesus. Yep. Okay. That's a one. <clears throat> So if you think cheddar cheese will be good, come in yes or no. Did you just cough or laugh? I just said amen. Amen. <laughs> Bunny right. said amen. We're going to try this. So shredded cheese. Do you think shredded cheese on a chocolate chip 
chocolate chip muffin will be good because I think I think it'll be good. Oh, super powerful. Okay. Right, now, now this what? one is a little bit of a more like fun one. We'll have to kind of play this one out and see how it is. This is queso. So we're going to put it in there. Yep. Okay, so we're going to put it in there. So yeah. I'm a little skeptical on this yep. one, but it's okay. Yep. Going all in, buddy. All in. Yep, all Going in. Going all the way in. For people who have boomerang, they, they know all what right. that means. We good? It's, it's, it's motions to a song. <clears throat> okay. Now those I want to eat all Oh, by, cool. It's making like the yeah. batter like. Look at that. Can you appreciate creamy. this? Really Ooh. cheesy. Creamy. I almost appreciated it all over all the floor. Over. Yeah, that would have been yeah. pretty. Very cool. Okay, now we can put in so mozzarella sticks. Okay, or so I'm gonna, like, we, right now. so now. yeah, you can have one now. Yep, yep. If no you one? trust Before that the person who did it washed their hands, which I did. Sweet. I didn't even think I of that. <laughs> oh lord. COVID yeah. no. Now it goes into the mix lumpy, but obviously once you put it in the yep. oven, it yep. just. Yep. You know, spreads mm -hmm. out and oh, so good this is gonna be awesome. Awesome. Okay, are you ready to put it in the it's oven chunky. in our oh, our special oven? That's our special oven. oven. All right. I'm so excited oven. right now. I can't even stand it. Special <laughs> oven. Yes. What are we doing for doing picking first? cheese day? This yes. is great. Thank I'll you. How do I do this? How do you do? It? Yeah, you can just take it out like that. Oh Bucky my word. is okay. bringing it to us. We're starting, so we're starting with the cheddar and the um, queso. Yay! Okay. Okay. Yes. You ready? Those muffins came out so good. Didn't okay. they? Okay. They did. Okay. So this is the oh, this is the muffin first? with the cheddar cheese with the shredded cheese on mm -hmm. it. I think we have. A, I don't know if we have a picture of it or not. If we do, we can put it up. If we don't, that's okay. It looks oh, really. Oh, there it is. is. Right there. Oh, we don't have a picture. Oh, that looks Look at good. that. That's, Isn't that good? That's mine right there. Yeah. This looks super good. Yeah, are you guys ready to eat it? I am fired oh, yeah. up. Can we okay, go? let's go. Guys, comment what you think. Do you think it's gonna be good? I think it's gonna be good. Oh yeah. I go down. Oh yeah. Yeah, you like oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're good. Uh-huh. That's good. We have water set aside for them in case they don't like it, but they don't need it because it's good. It is awesome. Yes. That one's easy. Oh, I we can, can totally do that. Yeah? Mmm. Okay, so yes, oh, it works. Yeah, yeah. It baked works. it baked right. Yeah, right. Rightly baked. <laughs> it baked right. Okay. okay. All it's right. a pun. Okay. It is. Funny. Okay. Queso. Do you guys think queso. the queso will be good in the muffin? So there's a little hole in the muffin for it's like it became like a bowl. Like kinda like a soup oh, it's bowl. It's a soup bowl, yeah. It's a like, soup yeah, bowl, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for queso. Yeah. Isn't that it's cool? Like, yeah. Chocolate, okay. chocolate volcano. So be careful cheese. when you tear it because it's going to spill when it you is. tear it. It is. So it is. It's a cheese. You're going all I'm in? It's a cheese it. volcano. I'm ready for it. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Let's do I'm this. I can tell. Okay. Go on. Comment if you think this is going to be good. Mm. Not so much. <laughs> it's not, well, it's not as good, so but much. surprisingly, it's not bad. It's not bad. No. It just wasn't as good as the first one. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it works. Yeah. It's not bad. Like it's there's nothing about it that's like clashing. I think it's right. good. Yeah, I give that one the that one comes in first, the first one. The right. first one, the shredded cheese this is your favorite. Yeah. If you guys could pick one of the muffins to bake at home, which you totally should, and take a picture and yeah. send it to right. yeah. us. Which one would you pick? All right, here comes so the we've other done one. the shredded cheese, mm -hmm. we've done the queso, and now it's the mozzarella sticks. Right. This one, I'm, I'm most excited about this one. So with this one, 
And these are I cut a hole in the muffin and stuck the, the mozzarella stick. Right my fingers. And While it was still hot. Yeah. So it, it melted. It, it totally, yeah. yeah. So we could put a picture up so you can see that. See that? The muffin's upside oh, down. It's good. an upside down muffin. Yes. <laughs> so it's no longer a muffin top, it's a muffin bottom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep, Look there it is. Top here. Cheese okay, yeah. are you guys ready? Guys, what do you think? Is this gonna be, I think this is gonna be my favorite. What do you guys think? Now was it string cheese you started with? Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, string cheese. So yeah, just cut the string cheese and, and put it in. Oh, praise God. Are you ready? There you go. Let's okay. do this. What do you think? You like it? I like yeah, this. You like it? I like this. What do you think? Yeah, it's good. I, this one, for whatever reason, I can't taste the cheese a ton. Well, take another bite. Get the cheese more. There we go. <laughs> yes. George said they all sound good. Mm. Priscilla said shredded cheese muffins. I'd do it. Yes! Absolutely. We got a combination Absolutely. that she would do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priscilla said, I think the queso flavor will dissipate. Mm -mm. Like, like it not It stuck taste. with the muffin. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of, it did actually stick with the muffin. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think? I'm good with this. Okay, what's your favorite? Which which one is your favorite? The First shredded. One. Shredded, First one. shredded. Shredded, shredded. Yep. Is your guys' favorite the shredded? I feel like that one might be the favorite yep. of you guys. Oops. So, I think a mozzarella would be kind of interesting too. Just a, a shredded mozzarella shredded on top. Mozzarella. I think that'd be cool, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that was, that was super good. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Well, do you guys have anything that you would like us to try? Because we are happy to hear from you. Happy Absolutely. to hear what you would like us to try. So this week was cheese, and it worked. It worked, it right? It worked. It did. It yeah, you can totally baked, do this at home. It baked right. It was awesome. Yeah. So thank you guys for being with us for Will It Bake Right? It worked today. It baked right. It was awesome. And I'm excited for next time to see what we can bake next time and <laughs> comment below if you have any suggestions now it is time for q and a What's up, guys? Welcome to Q&A, questions Q &A. and answers. I was trying to think of if there was another way that I could say it, but there wasn't. I really <laughs> want to open up this segment with like our shredded cheese muffins and be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but we weren't so, given any. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't share. No, that's, that's okay. That's okay. How rude. Ooh, Johnny said bacon pancakes, that'd be nice. All right, well, anyway. i had that. You've had that? Mm -hmm. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, welcome to Q&A. This is our opportunity to answer your questions. Uh, we want to Sweet. hear your questions and we want to answer your questions um, because we want to know where you're at. We want to help you. It, it's one of our you know, main key roles as, you know, with this broadcast is we want to make sure that you are living your, you know, in the full manifestation of your inheritance yeah. in Christ. And part of that is to be able to answer your questions. Part, part of what we want to do is we want to hear where you're at, you know, as you're studying scripture and you might have questions, you know, you might have questions about life, about God, about the Bible, Christianity, whatever. You know, we want to help you walk in that, in the fullness that God has for you. And one of the greatest Amen. ways you can do that is by asking questions. Yeah. You know, it's important for us to ask questions. If there's a place, you know, where we're deficient in knowledge, you know, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on, 
um, you know, we, we won't walk as victorious in that area. So as you ask questions, your, your knowledge and your understanding of God increases and yes. your ability to walk in the full manifestation also increases. Amen. So, uh, so, our, so make sure if you have any questions, send us your questions. Go to whatsright.com and, uh, and, and there you can send us your questions. Yeah. Or on Facebook, uh, yeah. you can send a message in there. But the best place is go to whatsright.com, yeah. put in a question there. And uh, let, what's our question today? Today we are answering the question uh, that, we, that we've got several times in our comment section. It says, how can I share Jesus with a friend who doesn't want to know about him? So that's, that's an important question. You know, yeah. How do I share Jesus with somebody who doesn't seem to actually want to hear about him? Well, and most people in America today, they believe that they're going to heaven. But then when you ask them the question, why are you going to heaven? Uh, why do you think that? They're like, well, I'm a good person or I go to church or my family has you know, been raised Christian. Uh, but none of those are answers for yeah. people to go to heaven. And so the issue is when you start wanting to tell them about Jesus, uh, they don't want to face that question because you, they feel like, Subconsciously, if you ask me that question, then I'll be responsible for it. And I don't want to be responsible for that. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't want to hear it. They don't want the fact that that could be questionable brought up to them. And so how do we, not just people that don't want to hear the gospel, but people that are not really actively seeking, how do we preach to them? How do we, you know, live? Well, one thing is it's good for us, you know, just to ask people and to learn how to lead people to the Lord, which we'll get into that more and more. We're going to have some training as we go along on what's right. Uh, But one of the things that we want to do is just live a life that preaches. Uh, So uh, the Bible says this, it says, compel them to come to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Compel them to come. Come. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we need to see as Christians is our responsibility. Our responsibility is not to just sit idly by yeah. and let them think whatever they want to think. Mm-hmm. Our job is to compel them. That doesn't mean to force them into believing Christ, mm-hmm. but it says basically it's saying present you know a compelling. Uh, Conversation, Com- uh, you know, basically bring a compelling argument to it. Not ta- yeah. not telling you to go argue with somebody, but bring the points of the hope. Bring. We are called ministers of reconciliation in Second yeah. Corinthians five. That means our job is to minister and bring the message that God's not holding sins against you. Yeah. In Jesus Christ, He paid for them. He yeah. wants you to be saved and be a part of the family. That's yeah. the ministry that we have, and. Mm-hmm. He's made us right with Him. Uh, that's our ministry, and we need to have that and be ready to talk about that, to tell people about that, and be telling them, not just be ready, but be telling them. Yeah. Well, one of the best ways that we can do that is live a life of fullness, yeah. which is what Lunch Plus is all about. It's what mm-hmm. What's Right is all about. Live a life of fullness, and if we'll live a life of fullness, people will start to see the good things of God. And so yeah. one of the things that we were talking about is, here's the basic answer. I'm going to show you scriptures to look at. The basic answer to this is, live a life with a mind renewed, full of the Holy Ghost, and on fire for Jesus. And when you live like that, it does something. It makes you like almost spiritually magnetic. People want to know. The other thing it does is, if I'm on fire and I get close to you, you can catch too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I need to walk. And if we're filled with the Holy Ghost, then we will 
will be empowered to be his witnesses and will actually have the right words at the right time. Many times people have a shell around them and they have so many inputs. You know, they've got advertisements and people calling them and wanting things and this and that and everything else. That they, What they've done is they've formed a shell around them and uh, nothing breaks that shell unless they open up the doors. Well, that's the great thing. If you go into uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says, uh, it talks about the manifestations of the Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit is what most people call them. And, it, and when you have, when I have a word of wisdom, like let's say that I'm praying and I'm walking in intimacy with God and then all of a sudden I'm praying and I get a word for you and I, I say, you know, uh, the Lord tells me right now that, you, that you've been really questioning, you know, what's the purpose and what's the destiny in your life or whatever he tells you. You know, the Lord tells me he's, he wants to give you a, a good, future and a hope, right? And you just prayed that this morning. Well, here's the thing. When the the power of the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Holy Ghost, it cracks the shell. And it will crack the shell and that person will be like, whoa, I just prayed this morning for that. And all of a sudden now they're open and the person that you thought was totally closed to the gospel opens up because of the power of the Holy Spirit because you're on fire in your relationship with God. So uh, some scriptures on that is Revelation 3 verse 15 and 16. I know your deeds. He says, I'd I'd rather you be hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm. Well, of course, he wants us to be hot more than cold. He doesn't want us to be cold for God, but he wants us to be hot. Um, Here's the thing. I always talk about this when I talk about the scripture is when we're lukewarm, it makes people comfortable and they don't make any decisions. And our life should be constantly changing and going higher. But that doesn't happen when people are presented with comfort to their flesh and lukewarmness. It happens when people are either completely anti-God or they're completely for God, on fire for God. It calls, if I'm on fire for God, it causes you to make a decision and it'll highlight what you're not doing. And that's an okay thing. Don't don't get upset or think you're doing something wrong because people don't want to hang around you when you're on fire with God. Just keep being on fire with God and God will bring to you the people that will be changed and go up. You know, if if let's say that you're not walking with God and you're walking lukewarm and I'm walking on fire for a period of time and now you don't like me because it highlights what you're not doing. Well, that never was meant to tell me stop being on fire. No, I should be on fire all the more, right? And then we look at uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it talks to us about being transformed by the renewing of our mind, not conformed to the pressure of the world, world. And it says when you do that, you will prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So your life will become a proof that God's will is good. And it'll, it'll be a reminder to somebody that doesn't even want to be preached at. When I start living in miracles and healing and restoration and financial abundance, things like that, those are things that the world wants. Those are things that they desire. Mm -hmm. They might not, if they're not born again, they have no desire for Jesus morality. 
They, they yeah. can't do that because they don't have love. They yeah. might think it's okay, but they're not going to have a heart's desire for it until they're born again. Yeah. Once they're born again, they want your morality. But before they're born again, they want money. They want to be healthy. They want things to work out, you know. Yeah. And when you live a life in the fullness of the gospel, yeah. it preaches and it yeah. proves to them God's will is good. Yeah. God's will is, is perfect. Yeah. And God's will is acceptable. And I need to accept it today. Yeah. Well, there was something that God kind of showed me not too long ago is he said, you know, people can argue your theology, but they can't argue your testimony. That's right. So people yeah. can try to argue all they want. Well, I don't really believe in this or this and this. Okay. Well, this is what God's done in my life. You yes. Know, you can't argue that. You yes. Know, you, can't, yeah. you can't argue a, superna you know, it, a supernatural testimony. A testimony always, a, a life of testimony yeah. always takes people back to the choice of faith. Yeah. And you can put that in the comments. A life of testimony always takes people back to the choice of faith. In other words, I can get scientific, I can get logical, yeah. but when I give a testimony mm -hmm. about the power of God, yeah. then all of a sudden it says, you know, it really doesn't matter where the logic is and where mm -hmm. the science is, I need to just choose to believe Him. I yeah. either choose to believe that testimony or I don't, so it makes them make a choice. Yeah. And, that, and that's just it. So uh, Ephesians 5.18 commands us to be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Commands us to be filled with the Spirit. And uh, Acts 1.8 tells us that when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we will be empowered yeah. to be His witnesses. So the answer to preaching to people that don't want it is, number one, understand that your job is to live a life full of God, full of the Holy Ghost, and on fire. Yeah. And when you live like that, that will preach in itself. Yeah. Number two is understand that our job is not to just do everything that a corrupted person wants. In other words, if you're walking in immaturity or you're walking in corruption, I'm not supposed to live life based off of your standards. I'm living life off of these standards, and Jesus commanded every believer, go and make disciples, win souls, and compel them, whether you want to or not. That doesn't mean that I'm force-feeding them, but I'm going to ask the Lord to show me ways that I can help be a compelling uh, force in your life, a compelling uh, testimony, yeah. a compelling life mm -hmm. of testimony that will catch your attention. And the manifestations of the Holy Ghost, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, mm -hmm. healing, miracles, all these gifts of the Holy Ghost, they crack the shell open. They get people's attention. Yeah. And uh, I watch it on, in services. I watch it out on the mm -hmm. street. I yeah. see it all the time. And I'll pray with somebody. The anointing will jump on them. And yeah. all of a sudden, we're right in the middle of Walmart, and they're crying. Yeah. The Holy Ghost has cracked the shell, and now we can plant that seed of love, the seed of His good news. Yeah. Uh, you know, where. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we, we recognize, you know, salt's a preservative and salt adds flavor. But one of the things that, um, that I heard Pastor Luke Brueger say is that salt also, it makes you thirsty. You know, yeah. so, so you're eating salty snacks. What do you, you need a drink to yeah. come with it because the saliva, you know, removes your mouth. So, yeah. you know, as the salt of the earth, people, when people see our lives, their spiritual lips should start like smacking, you know, like yeah, yeah. there's something that I'm missing. Yeah. There's some, there's something that I need and it's the living water. You that's know? good. And so that's how our lives should be is we should be living, as you're saying, full of the Holy Spirit, Amen. full of power. Um, you know, in Acts 1, 8 is the last scripture that we have here. You know, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. Amen. You know, so Amen. this is powerful.
Glory to God. We hope that answers your questions. Go to What's Right and uh, type in some more questions. Send them to yes. us. We look forward to answering it, and we love you. What are we, what are we doing next? Now we have Confessions with Barrett. Woohoo! Confessions with Barrett. Here we go. That was my announcement voice. Hey guys, welcome to Confessions. We want every single day, we don't just want the Word of God to come in your ears, we want it to come out of your mouth because the Word tells us that we are made in the image and the likeness of God. And when God speaks, things move. When God speaks, storms stop. When God speaks, it, there's a power release. And as you speak, there is a power that's released as we apply faith to what we're saying. So we have a list of confessions that we go through here, here on the broadcast. They are inspired by the word of God. They come straight from scripture so we can stand on them. And so today we are on confession number five. And what's re always really fun with Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit confirms his word. So we just heard how to win souls. And now we have a confession that lines up perfectly with that. Confession number five, join your voice and your faith with mine. And let's together say this. We walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We win souls. We love righteousness. We hate sin. We walk in holiness and we are anointed by God. As a family here on Lunch Plus, that is who we are. That's what we do. We walk in righteousness. We hate sin. We love righteousness, hate sin, walk in holiness. We're a holy people. Father, I thank you. I thank you that your word does not return void but rather it accomplishes that which you sent it to do. Father, today we are sending this word and we expect fruit to be produced in our lives. Keepers of the word, angels, follow the word. See that it comes to pass in every person's life that applied faith to, to these things, God. Keep the word. Let it not be stolen. Let, let it not be plucked up from any ground, Lord. Let our hearts be fertile soil to receive the seed of the word, but also what we just sent. Bring that in our lives. Let holiness rise up in us. Let us develop a distaste of sin. We will walk in the fullness of your faith, of your hope, your joyful, confident expectation that what you say is happening. We will walk in the fullness of love. Lord, love is patient. Love is kind. Help us to be patient. Help us to be kind. Help us, God, to be faithful. Help us, God, to be hopeful. Not worldly hope, but God hope, joy, confidence, expectation that you are the God that you say that you are, that you do the things that you say that you'll do. God, let us place a joyful confidence in, in you. Lord, we thank you that today we win souls. Thank you, Lord, that today you place people in our lives that we can lead to you, that we can minister the gospel to them, God. I, we thank you, Lord, that yesterday we had a surge of souls being won in this ministry. Thank you for that. That's you. You do that. 
Lord, thank you. Thank you that you're so good and you're patient and you're gentle and you're kind. Lord, I thank you that during what's the word today, during the word preached, that while it is transformative, there's a gentleness to it. I thank you, God, that it's the kindness of God, the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. And we thank you, Lord, that there is goodness leading us into victory today. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we have ears to hear your word, that we are faithful to act as you tell us to act, and that we yield ourselves to you right now. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us during this time of confessions. I'm going to hand it over to Buddy and Pastor Brian right now. But before I do, I want to let you know about something exciting that is happening here in the ministry. This coming Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night, we have Brother Tracy Harris here with us. And that will be uh, 6.30 p.m. all three of those nights. But we are also extending an invitation to you to join us because it's going to be great. We'd love for you to come be with us, not just online. If you can get here in person, get here in person. It's going to be a powerful time, and we're so excited to have him and honored that he's going to be with us. Well, guys, it's time for What's the Word? Get your Bibles ready. Get your spirits ready because it's going to be powerful. Here's Pastor Brian and Buddy Crabtree. Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word? What's the Word? What's the Word? Tell me what the Word is. <laughs> the you know, Bible. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that a good answer? <laughs> sure. That was great. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's what happens when you're raised in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have good biblical answers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the, the answer is always Jesus, God, yeah. or the Bible. <laughs> You've ever like spent a single like day in kids ministry where you just ask any question? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Well, we just welcome you today. It's going to be great. We are talking about how to apply faith to win. Um, have you ever had a situation where uh, you've tried to apply faith and you didn't win? And uh, you have? Me too. I have. <laughs> but we want to talk to you about how to not do that, how to always go to triumph and uh, actually have the Bible work for us, yeah. uh, not just talk about it and uh, talk yeah. about how good it is but never see it. Uh, one of the things I read Sunday was, in 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 1 through 4, he says, you know, look, these are things that we've seen, that we've touched, that have manifested yeah. to us. Uh, the, this is, these are things that we're not just talking about theory. They have yeah. happened yeah. in our life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that because, and then he says, and we want you to experience these things as well. We yeah. want you to receive these things as well. And uh, many times... 
People are not seeing. They're talking about God, and, and the world is longing. Mm -hmm. The world is longing for the real. Yeah. The, I mean, the world is longing for the real, mm -hmm. and the church is supposed to have the answer, yeah. but all we're doing is talking about it, and we're never seeing it, and that's yeah. not the way it's supposed to be. We are suppo uh, supposed to know how to apply faith and be triumphant every time, which is why it says that. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Uh, but thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us mm -hmm. the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him in every place. Mm -hmm. So the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him, and He doesn't just tell it to us, it manifests. Yeah. It manifests. And so share the broadcast right now. We're mm -hmm. going to talk about a specific topic in that today. Uh, share the broadcast if you haven't done that already. We're so glad that you're with us. Yeah. Praise God. We worship God uh, with you and for you. And uh, you ready to jump in? I am. Amen. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. You got well, anything right now? Well, yesterday I was having my devotions. And, um, and you know, as I was just, I was reading in 2 Timothy. And uh, Paul, just kind of following off of what you were talking about, you know. Yeah. Um, in 2 Timothy 2, 4, 14, um, Paul says, Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit to the ruin of the earth. So if there if yeah. you don't have fruit in the word, it's it actually he says it ruins the hearers. Yes. If if you just like Rod Parsley posted this yesterday, he said, um, if all you have is word and no demonstration, you have dead religion. That's you know? right. And That's and right. Paul begins to rebuke that. He said, be diligent to to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of God, but profane shun, uh, but shun profane and idle babblings, which increase to more ungodliness. Yes. You know, um, what is that? I, what's idle and profane? It means it's fruitless. There's yes. no fruit to it. There's no yeah. manifestation of it. And so it's it's a dangerous thing to, to like you said at church, um, I think it was two weeks ago, you said... Um, like, what good is it to, to talk about the goodness of God for 30 years and never actually experience it? Yes. You know, God yeah. wants us to walk in it. Yeah. And, like, the only illustration that I can think, the, 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 a good illustration that I can think of is, like, whenever you buy a new phone, you know, you still have to activate it. You yes. know, I, I can have the shell of it, and it can look good, and it can look nice, but yeah. if I don't activate the phone, if I don't do what I need to do to activate the cell service, yeah. stuff, I can try to text and call and do all these things all I want, but I'm never going to make a connection. Yeah. And, like, how many Christians do we, do we see today where, you know, they're trying to reach God, they're trying to see things happening, but it just seems like they're not connected. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's because we need to understand that just as if I want to... Uh, 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 get my phone working. If I want to, you know, do that, I need to. I need to take the steps that they, that they give me yeah. to ensure that it happens. And and God gives us steps to apply our faith. He gives us uh, steps to make sure that our that we win in our faith. And that's yeah. that's the steps that we're talking about now. Well, you know, many times think about this. There's a big difference. Put this. Please put this in the comments. Um, if you're alive. Uh, being alive, of course, is great, mm -hmm. uh, but you can be alive and be a vegetable, yeah. right? You can be alive, technically, mm -hmm. but have no life. Yeah. And he said we, he wants us to have abundance of life. And here's what I want you to put in the comments is, it's better to thrive than just to survive. Yeah. And God wants us to thrive. 
God wants us to thrive. He wants to have life to the full till it overflows. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. This is an overflow. This is an abundance. That's why at Boomerang Church, that's why part of our vision is living in abundance. And that's not just talking about money. That's talking about abundance in every area of life. I want people to be mentally walking in abundance, sharp, quick, you know, smart. I want them to have uh, their soul restored. I want them to be whole. Uh, I don't want them to have any ongoing uh, depression. I don't want them to have ongoing challenges. Uh, they're, they're called in Jesus to occupy till he comes. That means do the business of the king's domain, of the kingdom. Uh, do that business. Have dominion that was in the life of Christ and apply that. And don't just, you know, don't just check the box and stay alive in a vegetative state of spiritual state. We are called to walk out the fullness of God. And, but if we don't know that it's available, then we won't do it. Watch this, and, and I love this, is in Hebrews 6, 12, it says, follow those or imitate those who through faith and patience. So the first thing that they're going to have and walk in is faith. I think a lot of people start in faith, but not a lot of people have patience to maintain faith. Yeah to keep faith until the manifestation. Mm-hmm. Well, watch the end of that verse. Who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Yeah. So if you have a spiritual leader that is not inheriting the promises, and I'm not talking about they're well-known or they have fame. I can get well-known just by putting up the right things and saying the right things, but yeah. not ever challenging anybody and not taking anybody with me. Sure. But my, I'm not called to get famous for myself mm-hmm. and, and just put up the right words and preach the right messages. I can fill seats. I know how to do it. I know what to do. That's not the issue. I'm called to raise up champions. I'm called to raise up people that walk in the fullness of the stature of Christ. That means they're going to be challenged. You know, you, just since you've been here in the few months, you've been challenged. You've been stressed in, in your walk and things like that. And that's what we're called to do. We're not called to sit there and, and let our muscles atrophy and then just fade away. You know, we're called to build our spiritual strength, to be overcomers, more than conquerors, uh, to overcome the world. You're not going to do that by sitting still and never having manifestation. I'm not talking about somebody who's popular. See, a lot of people look at people that have a large following and they think that they're successful. You're judging success based off the word, the world's terms, not the Bible's terms. Mm -hmm. Success in the Bible is obedience to God. And what has God told that person to do? And are they doing it? Yeah. And one of the things he's told us to do is have manifestations. He said, who inherit the promises. What promises are you talking about? He's talking about those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they Mm -hmm. shall recover. Uh, They'll cast out devils. They'll heal the sick and raise the dead Mm -hmm. in Matthew 10. And what I'm quoting originally is Mark 16. Uh, if, If the devil tries to come against them, he tries to send a poisonous snake to bite them, tries to have an enemy put poison in their food. They're not harmed. They make it through and they thrive, right? These are the things 
that we need to be living in and we need to see. They, they yeah. need to be winning souls and making disciples. They need to be walking in the fruit of the Spirit. They, like what we were talking about in the Q&A today. They need to be walking in the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, yeah. miracle, healings. They yeah. need to be walking in these things. Gift yeah. of faith, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this needs to be in believers, not just pastors, yeah. but especially the people that we follow and we imitate, yeah. they should be operators in faith, mm-hmm. operators in patience, and they should inherit the promises. Yeah. That means the power of God. Yeah, and Jesus said in Matthew seven sixteen. I just had to look it up real quick. In uh, Matthew seven sixteen, he said, you will know them by their fruit. They'll be yes. known by their yes. fruit. You don't get figs from thistles you know yes. like we're known by our fruit so if we're operating in the kingdom of heaven yes. the fruit you know if we're sowing in the kingdom of heaven if we're living in the kingdom of heaven the fruit is going to be heavenly things yes. you know jesus said on earth as it is in heaven so what you see in heaven should be coming down onto this earth yes. you know in and manifesting yes uh you know it's from God, but it's coming through us. Yes. If we're abiding in Him, the fruit that we're going to get is the fruit that Jesus had when yes. He walked on this earth. Exactly. You know, Jesus said, you'll do the works that I do and even greater works than these. That's why Paul was so heavily rebuking these people who strive about words to no profit, and it ruins their hearers. Yes. You know, it's it's such a dangerous thing to be in a, in a well, uh, Paul, Paul also says, you know, having a form of godliness, but denying the power. Yes. I think that's, yeah, that's the next chapter in Second Timothy 3, uh, 5. They have a form of godliness, but they're denying yeah. the power. You know, it, it looks good. It makes you feel like you're checking the boxes. It makes you feel like you're doing the right things. But if it's fruitless, yes. then it's actually, it's what we were talking about earlier, lukewarm, yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't pull people out. It doesn't draw people into an intimacy with God. Yeah. It just draws them into religion. And and um, we're called to have fruit and will be known yes. by our fruit. That's exactly right. So the fruitfulness is a key of who yeah. we follow. Yeah. And it should be a marker in our life. Yeah. Not not just coming on Sunday and we're always talking about it. We're, we're uh, praising Him and we're raising our hands with no results. Yeah. You know, I don't just need the feel goods on mm-hmm. Sunday morning. I need the manifestation Monday through Saturday too, yeah. or else I'm not fulfilling what this says to do. Yeah. And so that's not just for pastor, that's for every believer yeah. everywhere. And we need to understand that and know that. So that's why we're doing this series. I just put up the, uh, the list there for you. This is how to apply faith. And I would say you could probably add a few things, but these are the basics that I can give uh, to you. And, and I know that this format that I just sent it out, it doesn't format it exactly right, but all the ingredients are there. So yeah. you basically have three main steps. And uh, I want to read these to you. The, the three main steps of how to apply faith are, one, and this is what we covered yesterday, one, know that you are saved and put on hope. Know yeah. that you are saved and put on hope. If you didn't see yesterday, go back and watch that for sure. Two, see and deal with attacks quickly or discern those attacks quickly. 
Three, apply faith and patience. And then in three, we give the steps of applying faith and patience. Confess the promise or the nature of God. Believe that you have received. Transfer the weight or the care to Jesus. Set your eyes on the truth. Enter into rest. Don't doubt. Forgive. Work your faith and continuously thank and praise Him. And so as we look at those, we're going step by step over the next couple of weeks. Today we're talking about see and deal with the attacks quickly. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I have found is that most of the time, most of the time when I have failed in the past, I haven't recognized the attack until it was already pretty much ingrained. Uh, that it was well rooted <laughs> in me, and uh, I was—I've not—I've not recognized that. But if you think about it, it, how easy is it? You know, don't you think that just logically, it would be more simple to deal with a common cold or a headache than to deal with cancer or to deal with. Uh, you know, COVID, once it got fully in there. As soon as you had the sniffle, what if you dealt with that? Mm-hmm. You know, and so a lot of times, though, when people have a sniffle, they just count it as normal. You know, mm-hmm. so yesterday I was, yesterday afternoon, I was kind of feeling a little funny and um, not bad at all, didn't have a temperature, nothing like that, just felt a little funny. Well, see, I dealt with it then. You know, I just just felt I could just tell I think I was dehydrated some, you know, and I'd I'd had some coffee and, you know, you know, uh, tea or something. And so I dealt with it right then. I was like, no, right now in Jesus name, body be well, restoration come now. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord showed me I I shared this a while back, but the Lord had me do a series on healing uh, when I first started preaching. I think it was called the ABCs of Healing or something like that. I was in South Carolina, in Cheral, South Carolina, at a Family Worship Center with a Pastor Jimmy. And he is such a blessing. I wish I could see him again. And uh, he said, uh, at, that, at that meeting I'm talking about, and I'm doing that teaching on healing, and he said, you need to see this as uh, like this. He said, if you took a, a wad of mud, a mud ball, and you threw it up against, you threw it up against a wall, mm-hmm. uh, if you cleaned it right then, it would be easy to clean off. Mm-hmm. It might stain the wall a little bit, but if that mud dries on the wall, mm-hmm. when you go to get it off of there, it can be very difficult, and it actually can kind of chemically bond to the paint and the wall, and it may actually pull and tear pieces of the wall off, mm-hmm. right? Because you let it dry. You let it harden in that way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we see, and, and we have this verse is in the parable of the sower, Mark 4, verse 13. Even, watch this, even the devil recognizes this. Yeah. He says, don't, the devil says, don't let the seed of the word get planted. And so the devil's yeah. strategy is come immediately to steal the seed of the word. Yeah. Don't let it take root. Well, what does that tell us? Yeah. You know, that tells us, you know, this is a good this is a good strategy that we see and we see the Lord telling us to do the same thing mm-hmm. is don't let the it works if the seed of the word works that way, the seed of corruption can be stopped too if we'll remove the seed. Remember, yeah. he immediately in that parable, the birds come and they eat up the seed mm-hmm. so that you know, in that place. Yeah. And also think about it in the reverse of that. In that in that parable, 
You have seed that falls by the wayside, the birds eat it. Yeah. Then you have seeds that fall on rocky ground. Mm -hmm. Then you have seeds that fall into shallow soil. Mm -hmm. And then you have seeds that fall into perfect soil. Yeah. Okay, reverse that, mm -hmm. right? Don't just look at it as the seed of the word. Look at it as, as the seed of sickness, mm -hmm. the seed of lack. Yeah. Some of us have been good ground for lack. Mm. Some of us have been shallow ground for lack. Some of us have been hard, uh, hard ground for lack. And some of us have been the wayside. So the devil throws his seeds of corruption out there. And some of us have been like, oh, yes, I can't believe my mama had it. My daddy had it. My, my everybody. And they're just like good ground for yeah. sickness and disease. Yeah, sure. They are fertile soil for the seed of corruption. Yeah. And so that parable works both ways in that way. But then some people have started to learn, he, you know, sickness is not for me. Mm -hmm. And so then they have, but they have shallow soil, yeah. right? And so they have, they have shallow soil, but it does take root some, yeah. you know, he'll throw a sickness at them and it does start to take mm -hmm. root. Yeah. And then some have really started to resist the devil, moving backwards through that list. Mm -hmm. Some have really started to resist the devil, yeah. and they become hard ground for sickness, for lack, for disease. And it's like, no way, you're not getting in here. And they'll recognize that thing. And then some people have become so spiritually in tune, they're like seeds by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And the seed doesn't even hardly touch them before yeah. it, it's gone. You know, it, that, that sickness, that little sniffle, it barely touches you. And all of a sudden you're on it, man. You're, you're, no, in the name of Jesus, I'm the healed of the Lord, you know. Yeah. And that seed of corruption finds no place to take root in us. Yeah. We need to be quick to recognize the attack. There's a key, quick to recognize the attack yeah. and quick to get it out of our life. To deal with it quickly. Yeah, I, I, it reminds me. There was a time that Serena and I were sitting on the couch watching Netflix, and um, and this was like a year ago before we canceled our Netflix. But that's a whole other thing. Anyway, but we were sitting there just watching TV, and uh, like all of a sudden, like this sharp pain just hit my chest. Yeah. Like it was. It was, like I've had heartburn. It wasn't that. Like it felt like my heart was getting ready to expand and pop. Wow. Like it. It was like it was intense pain. And so, like, every time I would move, like, it just increased. So I just, like, laid down on the couch. Serena had no idea. I couldn't even talk. I yeah. couldn't speak because it was that intense. Yeah. And um, and so, like, I'm just, like, laying there, and Serena gets up, goes to the bathroom. She had no idea what was going on. So she just left. And um, and then, you know, it, it's funny because in all of that, I, I wasn't afraid. I didn't have any fear, like, come in, you know, which yeah. if, I allow, if I would let fear come in, I probably, yeah. it, it would have taken over. Yeah. Um, but I, all, that, all that came into my mind was, this isn't supposed to happen to me. Yes. Like, this isn't yeah. allowed, permitted to happen to me. And the reason why I was able to do that is because I spent the, the previous years studying this stuff out, That's studying right. out faith, studying That's out so God's good. will you know, on, yeah. on, on healing. And so I was like, this isn't supposed to happen to me. You know, by his stripes, I'm, you yeah. know, and I just began yeah. to... So I beat my chest and I and I rebuked the pain, and then uh, and then I just started thanking Jesus. You know, yeah, like I, I started thanking awesome. Him and quoting those scriptures. Father, Father, thank you that you take sickness from my, from my midst. Thank you that uh, that by His stripes I I was healed. And I just started quoting all these scriptures, and then and then I started moving around and I, I realized, you know, when I would move around, it would get more and more painful. I started moving around and it was gone. It, it just left. And, and <laughs> amen. And, and you know, but the. But what brought me to that place, because if, 
if he tried to do that, you know, several years before, before I had that understanding, yes. I would, I would have been taken out, you know, but because I was, because I had that faith and I had that understanding in me, yeah. my, my instinct said, this isn't supposed to happen. Not my, in, my instinct wasn't what is happening. Am I having a heart attack? Am I dying? You know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. my instinct was, this isn't allowed. This isn't yeah. permitted. And because I had that rooted in me, yeah. you know, that seed rooted in me, whenever another seed tried to take That's root, right. I was able to, right. to uproot it and cast it out. You made yourself bad soil mm-hmm. for uh, corruption, yeah. for, it, you know, the wages, the curse. Yeah. You made yourself bad soil for mm-hmm. the curse. Yeah. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's where faith yeah. comes in. But, um, you know, I, put, I heard... Let me, let me put that in the yeah. comments right now. Make, um, let me think how to say it, is basically is I need to make myself bad soil for the curse. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I actually heard Gloria Copeland say it this way. Faith comes by hearing, but so does unbelief. Yeah. Or the and, seed of the curse. Yeah. yeah. So faith comes by hearing, but so does unbelief. It's the voices that we listen to. It's whether we listen to the voice of the word, uh, you know, or the voice of the world that yeah. determines whether we're going to walk in faith or unbelief. And, you know, uh, the reason why so many of us don't have the faith, yeah. you know, to, 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 to see things happen or the faith to stand up when, when the trials come, you know, um, is because we don't have an understanding or a knowledge yeah. or, or that faith built up inside of us to be able to withstand. You say it all the time, you know, don't sharpen your blade before. Yeah. You know, what, what don't wait it? till the battle to load your weapon. Yeah, don't wait till the battle yeah. to load your weapon. You know, yeah. we need to be preparing and building ourselves up now yeah. because if we don't have that foundation when the attacks come, we won't be able yeah. to fend it off. And and it's important for us to have the knowledge and the understanding. You know, yeah. my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, and that you you know uh, you could put it the way that you about said it too is don't wait till the battle to sharpen your sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need to you need to learn how to use yeah. your sword, the weapon of the word of yeah. God, uh, in the easy things, mm-hmm. uh, so that when the bigger things, when it looks like bigger, yeah. you're already well prepared and skillful yeah. at utilizing the word and faith and patience and inheriting the promises. And so, one of the um, glory to God, we just reached our hundredth comment as well. Miss Rebecca Beard, you win today's well uh, uh, gift card. Glory to God. That's awesome. And uh, so one of the things uh, you, you said this is, you know, you, re- you basically recognized that it was illegal for sickness and lack and corruption to be in you. And see, that's what we need to do. We need to get to the place where we immediately recognize the illegal things that the devil's trying to put on us. So how can we move quickly to resist the devil and rebuke fear and rebuke the attack? How can we move quickly if we don't discern quickly, if we don't see it quickly? And that to me is one of the biggest things. So when we have a mind renewed and it's in our heart, Mm -hmm. uh, of what is right, Uh, then all of a sudden we will see, and that's part of the reason why we called the whole broadcast and everything what's right, is what's right? You know, what does God see as right? Not what do we think is right. What's right? Because what's right in God Mm -hmm. will lead us to those overcoming and those victories. But one of the things is, uh, for example, can you imagine Jesus in heaven right now uh, with COVID, with Mm -hmm. the sickness? With a sniffle, I mean, even the smallest thing, an allergy. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Father, I've sinned. 
<laughs> Bless me, Father. Bless you. Bless me. You know, can you imagine? Sorry. Bless me, Father. Bless you. Can you imagine Jesus sitting on the throne in lack? No. No. And you're in him and he's in you. And he says, all I have is yours. This is the heart of the Father. So if you can't see Jesus in heaven with this, see, the Bible does say that he was made poor. But you understand, he wasn't poor before that, and he wasn't poor after that. He was given everything. The place he was made poor was where he took on our lack and the fullness of corruption into his body, where you couldn't even recognize him as a man. He took on every sickness and disease. He took on all of our poverty so that you and I would never have to walk in that again, and he never walks in it again. And it, when we start to see that he can't have it, it's can you don't you see? That it is illegal for Jesus to walk in the curse. Mm. Then how can you and I do it? If we're in him and he's in us. See the devil has pulled a big deception over the, the eyes of the church. He's pulled a big deception over that somehow we are supposed to walk in the curse. But no, it says we are redeemed from the curse. We are redeemed. We are redeemed from the curse. That's who we are. Mm -hmm. And when we start to see that, you'll start to discern it quicker Mm -hmm. and you'll move on it. So, you know, Hosea 4, 6 and Isaiah 5, 13 both say similar things. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Isaiah 5, 13, my people are going into captivity. They're in bondage because of a lack of knowledge or a lack of understanding, Mm -hmm. right? We've got to see the truth that God has given to us, and we've got to walk in those things. One of the things that says this, watch, uh, is this, he says this, James 1, 19, be quick to listen, quick to hear. What is that telling us to do? Now, the focus of this chapter is don't just speak quickly. You know, don't don't speak quickly. Slow to speak, slow to anger, But he does say, be quick to hear. What does that mean? That means that we need to be very quick. Just take that portion of it. I need to be quick to discern and hear what God's saying. Well, if there's a sickness coming against me that's anti-God, then God would quickly, just with the same force and an overwhelming force that the sickness would try, God is going to be telling me, no, that's not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. We need to recognize attacks quickly. We need to discern what God is up to quickly. So many times sickness and disease and lack comes to us Mm -hmm. in this way and it comes comes in trying to take over our lives. God's sitting at the ready. He's like ready to go. His power, the blood of Jesus is ready to be applied. Angels are sitting waiting for us to speak the word. If we will speak the words of God, they move at the word of God. They're ready. They're sitting there. Sickness is trying to come in. They're ready. But because we don't know and we have not discerned what God has said about the curse and how it is obliterated and the works of the enemy are de- of the devil are destroyed and that he quenches every fire dart by the shield of faith. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and we love not our life to the death. In this case, love not our life to the death means we don't keep doing it the way we've done it before that hasn't been working. We give our whole life to be changed. We put our life in His hands and say, Lord, you show me how to do it and I'll do that. 
And that's how we overcome. The, the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and we love not our life to the death. In other words, we put our life on the line to uphold God's ways. Yeah. And when we do that, see, God's sitting there with all the power of heaven, all the authority of Jesus, all the authority in the name and in the blood. God's sitting there with all the authority, and he's waiting on us to say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the sickness and disease. I don't take this. I don't have it. I'm not standing up and receiving this lack. I have provision. I have overflow. I have abundance. According to that, I'm blessed beyond measure. I'm pressed, but I'm not crushed. I'm going to the victory always when we go to those places. And then all of a sudden, now we can release that power of God. It's yeah. sitting at the ready, but Christians, yeah. because they're not quick to hear what God's up to, yeah. they never release that power. Yeah. Well, you know, and like going back to Hosea 4, 6, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You know, the, one of the primary ways that we can instantly identify whether something's illegal or not is to know what the word says. Yes. You know, like yes. uh, I, when I was in uh, Botswana and I got and I got I almost said arrested when I got pulled over, you know, like like I, I get pulled over. He says the, the officer says, come meet me. And I start walking over and he's peeing on the side of the road. Now, in my like <laughs> the officer the in officer, front of you in front of me. Yeah, yeah. He's just peeing right right there in front of me yeah. on the side of the road. And like inside of me, I'm like, that's not right. Because because I've been trained, you know, yeah. to say public urination is illegal. It's wrong. You know, that's what I've been told my whole yeah. life. Now him, his whole life, he's been told that's just normal. That's just as a, an officer. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time in Africa. Yeah. yeah. So so like inside me, I'm like, that's not right because I've been told that. You know, he's been told this is normal, so that's why he was just doing it. You yes. Know? And a lot of Christians, they've been told their whole lives, well, these things are normal. You know. Yes. And so, and so, yes. because Great of that, point. whenever they see something that's illegal, you know, see, we operate under a different, you know, in a in a different kingdom. We operate yeah. under the kingdom of God that that l operates under different laws and different rules than. America yeah. than Botswana or Af you know uh, we're under the kingdom of God so when we see something that violates kingdom principles if we don't if we don't aren't trained and taught to think that's illegal yes. we're not going to immediately discern it whenever that 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 pain entered into my chest because I saw it in the word of yes. God I knew instantly this is illegal it's not supposed to happen this isn't yes. allowed to, to happen to me you know yes. so I was able to instantly discern this is not supposed to be happening and I was able to to come against it it's like um you know uh it, it's it's like whenever you go into a a courtroom, you know, yeah. what are they doing? They're pulling up the, this is what the law states. This is what the yeah. law says. And because of that, I'm using this to prove that you have broken the law, you yes. know? And so we're supposed to do that come, coming boldly before the throne of grace. You know, if the enemy's trying to steal something that's rightfully ours, if, if we don't know what the word says, you know, how are we going to be able to say, well, this isn't right. That, no, the word says by his stripes, I'm healed. Yes. So get out of here because, because you're yeah. trying to break the law. Uh, you know, you're trying to break the word of God and you don't have any right or any authority to do that. Yeah. So one of the greatest ways that we can that we can quickly, you know, discern the attacks of the enemy is by knowing what our rights are as children of God operating yes. under the kingdom of God. And then we can instantly discern this isn't supposed to happen. Well, it's pretty well known, like at the bank. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of counterfeit money out there, but yeah. they don't teach people about the counterfeits by showing them counterfeits. They teach people the real, what the real bill looks yeah. like. And then when they see something that's fake, 
mm-hmm. they'll recognize that. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've seen is that many people don't know what the real promises are. Matter of fact, let me, let me just give you a quick testimony of what happened. Mm-hmm. When we started Boomerang Church, we really uh, tried to not really talk about the devil that much. You know, and so every every Sunday and every service, I'm preaching about the goodness of God. I'm teaching them the real of God, His love for them, how He wants to save them and heal them and deliver them and do all of these things. And I'm teaching about that. And then, but Monday through Saturday, the people were getting eat up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were getting eat up, and a lot of times they were falling for the simplest trick of the devil. Mm-hmm. The simplest. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking about this situation with the counterfeit. You know, teach them the real and they'll recognize the counterfeit. Here was part of the issue. In America, we got into such a place of pride that we think we, we knew and understood all this stuff. And what I was finding was it, it would be like a bank officer saying, yeah, I had that training 20 years ago, and I remember what a bill. Well, bills have changed in 20 years. Now, the Word of God doesn't change, but when's the last time we renewed our mind? The Lord says, set your eyes and your ears and confess the Word with your mouth day and night. And what they thought they knew, they didn't know. And what they thought they had revelation of, they they didn't have revelation of, and the counterfeit was coming in and eating their lunch. And so to discern quickly and hear quickly and deal with the tax quickly, we must renew our mind to the Word of God, and it needs to be fresh. It doesn't need to be 20 years ago revelation that you got when you started being hungry for God. It needs to be today revelation. It needs to be this many days old, this many years old revelation. It needs to be today, this week, this month. I'm in the Word. I'm studying. I'm getting some stuff out of it. That's the way it needs to operate. Mm -hmm. So another thing, so once we see, okay, the first thing to respond quickly to attacks is to recognize it, to discern it. The next thing that we see is this, is we need to uh, respond and take action against that attack quickly. One verse that came up to mind um, was, you know, a couple of examples. First was when Jesus was a kid and the king was trying to kill Jesus. The angel said, hey, there's an attack coming against you and go now, right? Go now. And so they got up that very night. This is in Matthew 2, uh, 13 through 16. That very night they stopped what they were doing, Mm -hmm. packed up their stuff and left. Many times Christians are slow to the things of God. And they need to learn how it's fine to be patient and, and wait on the Lord. And, and a lot of times they, I found that Christians many times are slow on the things they need to be fast on and they're fast on the things they need to be slow on. You know, they're, they'll, if they want something, they'll kind of veto it and, or push it through. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll kind of get their, their own majority mm-hmm. going and push mm-hmm. it through because they want to do something. Mm-hmm. Many young ministers do this because they want to be used by God so bad that they move in front of God and try to establish and build their own house that He didn't tell them to build yet. Uh, but at the same time, many times people, you know, God will be saying, hey, you need to go now. You need to go to the store right now 
because there's a guy waiting there that you're going to lead to the Lord. And we don't know all those details, but we're like, yeah, but I feel like sitting here right now. I'm, I'm comfortable. And so we don't move fast when we need to, and we, and we move slow when we need to move fast, and we move fast when we need to move slow. And these things have been eating our lunch, and we need to learn how to discern from the Holy Ghost when to move, how to move. But when it's an attack, you move quickly. You come yeah. against that thing. It's a, it, watch this. What would you do? Just look at this. The issue is we don't see it, and so we don't think this way. We think because it's unseen, we move differently. If you're at home, you and Serena, and you're in your apartment, and all of a sudden you hear somebody break down the door knowing that they are coming in to do harm and do damage into your, in your life, right? What are you, are you going to sit there? No, you're going to take action. Yeah. You know, you're grabbing something, mm. right? You're, you're going to take swift and forceful action, yes. right? And God will be with you, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you like he did on Elijah and run in front of the chariots, and you'll, no man will be able to stand before you in Jesus' name like he said with Joshua. And it'll be awesome because don't come against a man of God, yeah. especially filled, filled with the Holy Ghost, okay? Amen. All right. I, I would call two she bears on them. Two she bears. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. That would be awesome. <laughs> that I would love to read that headline <laughs> and the story in the paper. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. You would come quick and yep. forceful. And yet, there are deceptions of the curse that try to come into our lives every single day. Yeah. And because we're not, they're not physical and we don't see them, they're coming in to steal, kill, and destroy. And we're just like, yeah, that's normal life. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's flu season. Yeah. Well, the market's just down right now, so I guess I'm not going to be able to make, you know, go forward and increase. See, they receive these things yeah. that are stealing and killing and destroying. No, you have one season, God. You, you have one season in the Lord, fruitfulness. fruitfulness. He gives even in a famine. We yeah. should be, see, what's normal to God is even in a famine, yeah. we're receiving the blessing of God. Yeah. See, and these are the you know, illegal activities, and the devil is walking straight into our house, stealing all of our stuff, mm-hmm. and we're letting them and calling it normal. Yeah. And it's because we've heard that that's normal. That, that example about the police officer is perfect. Yeah. You know, it's because it's normal. Now, here, here's what I want you to see. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, and verse 21 through 23. So 2 Timothy chapter 2. And verse 21 through 23. Now what he's talking about here is when uh, some kind of sin comes into our lives. Now you realize that a lack of faith is sin? You, you recognize that? Do you realize that every bad situation carries with it the potential of, or the temptation to drop faith? And so every situation carries with it that, right? Yeah. So when... Like this talks about a youthful lust. Let, let's read this. Second uh, Timothy 2, 21. So it, it says this. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call upon the Lord from a pure heart. But refuse foolish and ignorant speculations. Just refuse it. Don't even let it come in. 
Stop it at the door. There's a package with your name on it that's got death inside of it. Don't sign for it. Refuse it quickly. Knowing that they produce quarrels. Now look at verse 22. Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness. When any part of the curse, see this, this is what we need to see. When any, here's the door of our life. When any part of the curse tries to come into our life, that curse is ungodly. That curse is not a part of God. It's not a part of righteousness. The world may call it normal, but it's not godly. It's ungodly. Mm -hmm. And so this word says, flee youthful lust. Flee the temptation of ungodliness. Mm -hmm. Flee the unrighteous things. That means we are to come against every part of the curse in our lives. And in here, watch the flee part. Well, flee means I'm running away fast. But how about this? Let me, let me reword it a little bit. Don't linger with it. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. quick. Yeah. Don't linger with an ungodly curse. Don't linger with an illegal thing trying to enter into the house of God. Yeah. And you are the house of God. We are the house of God. Our lives are the house of God. We're not called mm-hmm. to survive. We're called to thrive. Yeah. Step two, be quick to see the attack Mm -hmm. and to come against it Mm -hmm. in our faith. And if we'll do that, it's a lot easier. It's so much easier. Imagine, just imagine this, you're going down the road of life and the attack comes. You don't deal with it quickly. It gets ingrained. And now you got to take weeks or months to get that thing unraveled and out of your life. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, you know, the other side of that, the attack comes, I quickly discern, come against that, crush that thing. I don't even slow down and I speed up. If you had two racers in that same situation, which one is doing a better job? And which one is stewarding himself better for the race that he's called to run? The one who deals with it quickly. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the full counsel of the word, it's very clear. Deal with issues quickly. Recognize them quickly. Deal with them quickly. Don't let them linger Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. So now we're going to talk right now about uh, what's abundance. What's abundance. And, uh, you know, every day we do a little bit of preaching and teaching from the Word of God yeah. on, uh, the, on abundance, on finances. Why? So that your faith will rise. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So all we're going to do today is apply the very things that we were just talking about. Kevin actually had a question earlier. Is this have anything to do with being quick to give and quick in our sowing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been, in, I've been, I've had this happen multiple times, but have you ever been at a place and man, you felt the anointing to give mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll send that out when I get home or I'll, I'll do this a little bit later. I'll give it next week. Mm-hmm. And then you move away from the anointing that was obviously God, yeah. but next week you're just not quite as motivated to give that same amount. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. Me too. And then all of a sudden, if I go back and give it, and I'm, am I planting it with the same heart? No, I'm not planting it in cheerfulness. Yeah. I'm not planting it with an abounding heart. That, that season was in that moment, yeah. and I delayed. I was not quick to give. Yeah. And so what we need to do, that, and see, here's the thing. That was actually an attack that we didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. We weren't quick to discern the attack. Of, yeah. of a lack of being a cheerful giver. 
And so many times God's saying, look, I don't want you to wait till Sunday. I want you to give now. I don't want you to uh, wait till next week. I want you to give now. I want you to sow now under the anointing mixed with faith. One of the things in Hebrews is important is the things that were heard were not acted upon and mixed with faith. When we're under a corporate anointing or you're right in the middle of hearing that word, faith has risen up inside of you. And as you give, you're mixing it with that faith and that's what will bring about that abundance. Many people don't have the abundance that they have because they're not quick in their giving. They need to speed up their obedience to the Lord and recognize that obedience. And if they'll do that, then they'll have a much quicker harvest. They'll move in abundance. They'll move in the overflow. The anointing will be in their finances. And so today, if you, and I'm not just giving you this just for today's uh, offering. I'm, I'm telling you for everything that you do in every place, you know, Keep that in mind. Lord, let me be quick to give. Let me be, I'd rather, and I, Nicole and I decided this years ago, I'd rather err on the side of giving than err on the side of being stingy. I would rather err. That's a much better place to err on mm-hmm. than, you know, giving into the kingdom of God mm-hmm. than err, than make an error on the side of being stingy because it's a cheerful heart. See, if I err on the side of giving, I'm still operating in a cheerful heart. Maybe I missed it from God, but I'm keeping my heart right. But if I err on the side of being stingy, I'm shutting that down Mm -hmm. and I'm quick to uh, give myself to the temptation Mm -hmm. of stinginess instead of being quick to cheerfulness. Mm -hmm. And you can tell which one's God and which one's not. For God so loved that He gave. And so today, if you want to sow into the kingdom of God and and what we're doing on Facebook, you can just type in hashtag donate and the amount afterwards and uh, you, or you can go to give bc.org. And uh, so do you have anything to add to that? Honestly, the only thing that kind of came to me was just, you know, how the, like you were talking about before, how the enemy wants to sow, you know, Mm -hmm. seeds as well. You know, there was a parable where, you know, as, as the, uh, as the, the crops were growing, they noticed that there were tares, you know, and yes. the enemy tried to sow the tares, you know, and yep. this, this is our opportunity to, to really determine what seeds are going are gonna to take root, yeah. you know, am I going to, and it's based on, we were saying being quick to discern, you got to be quick to attack it, you know, yes. and yeah. so the enemy is going to do whatever he can to sow, to, to sow his own seeds, you know, yes. while, while God's trying to sow seeds into, into our spirit, you yes. know, and, and so in regards to, to the giving, you know, our, our ability to, to sow into the kingdom or, or yes. our willingness to sow in the kingdom determines what seeds are going to be planted. Because yes. the more we kind of ignore that leading to sow, yep. the more we ignore that, the more we allow the tares to grow. Yeah. You know, and when they grow, and, you know, it falls perfectly into everything we've been talking about. When we allow them to grow, it's going to be a lot more difficult to unravel that. Yes. You know, so, so right now it's important for us to, I'm just going to be obedient. Whatever God yes. tells me to do, I'm going to be obedient to that and he'll bless it. Well, and that leads, it actually has future reper, reperco, repercussions mm. uh, because uh, you, you know the scripture that talks about having our conscience seared. Yeah. Well, our conscience is a direct uh, relation to our faith. Mm-hmm. But if you think about your conscience seared, basically uh, what it talks about is not being obedient to God. Mm-hmm. So when we are disobedient to God, it yeah. sears our conscience. We lose 
receptivity. We lose feeling yeah. in our conscience. We re, uh, lose feeling in our ability to hear from God. So yeah. if we're slow when God's telling us to do something, ultimately we're telling Him no mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. And when we do that, we lose sensitivity yeah. to what the Lord is actually telling us to do. So the moment when we do need to uh, receive a yeah. harvest, yeah. we won't hear Him. When we need to plant a seed for a future harvest, we won't hear them because we've dulled our senses to that. And so being quick to give and hear to hear from him and be quick to give and not being slow in that actually keeps us walking in fullness and keeps us in tune with him as well. And it's one of those things that people don't see a lot of times. And I didn't see it for a very long time. But as the Lord showed that to me, I was like, oh, praise God. And so we want to be quick to hear and we want to be quick to give and quick to come against that attack uh, today. And so let's just pray. Let's pray for uh, people's finances to just be abundantly blessed. Mm -hmm. But let's also pray. We want to pray for you that every attack, that you would see it quickly, that you would you would feel the anointing of God come on you in in against that attack and you would see it. So let's just pray like that. Why don't you start out and then I'll I'll wrap it up. Father, we just thank you. For everyone who's taking the time to sow today, God, yeah, I, I thank, I thank you, you, Father, that that as they're moving in obedience, God, they're they're tilling the soil, they're 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 breaking up the rocky ground so that the seeds that are sown in faith will take root. And Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name, God, that that you are opening our hearts up. God, you're opening us up to your word, but you're also opening our eyes, Father God. I Thank pray, Lord, you, that our, as Paul prayed to the Ephesians, God, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. God, open our eyes to quickly be able to discern the attacks of the Thank enemy. You, so that whenever those seeds try to take root, Father, we immediately take it up and cast yeah. it out. Thank that you, it Lord. won't even take root in our lives anymore, Father. Thank you, Lord. God, let, let us see the, the, the plans and the plots of the devil, God, because the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of his devices. So, Father God, let us let our eyes be enlightened, God, to see Thank his you, devices Father. and that we can quickly throw them out. But, God, for those who sow today, God, I pray, Lord, that, God, I thank you that your word says whatever a man sows, that he will reap. So, God, I thank you for the harvest that's going to be taking place today, God, as, as we let your seeds take root in the kingdom, in the fruit, fertile soil. God, we're expecting and we're looking forward to the manifestation of your promises in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lord, let them see so quickly every attack. Let them see what is right in you and what's not right in you. Like what Buddy said, that their eyes of understanding in that prayer to the Ephesians, their eyes of understanding would be enlightened. Let them see it so clearly. And then, Lord, Lord, let them be strengthened with all your might to step it out, exactly what your command is, exactly what you would have them to do. And Lord, let it be not only in their life, but in their health, in their finances, in in every area, in their restoration, in winning souls, and making disciples, walking in power, walking in fire, walking filled with the Holy Ghost. Lord, let them become professional destroyers of the devil's work in Jesus' name. Let them become professional destroyers Mm -hmm. of the works of the devil. 
In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for it. We praise you, we worship you, and we give you glory. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thanks for being here. Amen. I appreciate it. You enjoy it? I did. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Amen. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to pass it to Barrett to wrap everything up today. We'll see you back tomorrow. We're going to be talking about how to apply faith. Jumping into those is going to be good. Amen. We're going to see some changes. You're going to see some great changes in your faith projects. You're going to start seeing them manifest in Jesus' name. And uh, share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. We love you. And here's Barrett. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was such a great broadcast. If you haven't done it yet, go ahead and share the broadcast. It's so good. And you know somebody who needs to hear what the Lord just spoke out. So go ahead and share it. And let me tell you, tomorrow is going to be such a good broadcast. Tomorrow is Friday. And while we're looking to change our schedule up a little bit tomorrow... You know what's coming up tomorrow. It's Song Challenge Friday and Impressions. We're going to have a time of impressions. It's going to be so good. And then we're also going to be continuing this series on how to apply faith and your life. As you give yourself to this word, your life is going up right now. It's so good. We're so excited to have you with us. And as we told you before, what's the word? This coming Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. I don't know if you have the graphic ready. It's okay if you don't because I forgot to remind you. But this coming Sunday, we are going to be having Brother Tracy Harris here with us in Albemarle. We, we love him. <laughs> we typically quote him multiple times a week here on the broadcast. He is a man full of everything Pastor Brian was just praying for. Fire, power, wisdom, revelation. He's a great man of God. He's one of our pastors, spiritual fathers, and he gets to be here with us. If you're able to join us, it'll be September 27th, 28th, and 29th. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, this upcoming Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. here at Boomerang. And you're going to want to come early to get yourself a seat. It's going to be great. Yeah, they got the graphic. Go team. <laughs> we have our address on there, our phone number. If you have any questions about anything, feel free to reach out to us. We will happily hook you up with any information we have. And if you're out of town, I would still recommend coming. Like this is going to be one of those meetings that you're going to want to say, I was there when. It's going to be so good. We, you were invited to that personally by me and by us. We would love to have you. It's going to be great. Join us again tomorrow at 1145 a.m. for the Lunch Plus broadcast. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great, victorious Thursday.